Welcome back to the Hot Tip Bets Daily Pick Show for Saturday, October 30th. We've got some college football action on slate for today. Some pretty exciting games compared to the last few weeks. So let's just jump right into it. I'm The first game we're taking a look at on this card, Michigan taking on Michigan State. Probably everyone's game of the day, the battle of two 7-0 teams. And, you know, Jim Harbaugh really has this team looking like a much better team for Michigan after the 2-4 and four season last year. But you can't discount this Michigan State team and what they've done either. You know, they've looked very, very impressive through the first seven games of the season. And honestly, it's, you know, no surprise. They've been one of my favorite teams to bet on this entire season. I think they've only had one game where they didn't cover the spread. And I think we've been on them in, in five or six games um even this far this season and granted this will be their test this toughest opponent of the season but in my opinion mel tucker is the better coach in this game um even if harbaugh you know might have the experience over him mel tucker really has just done amazing wonders to this michigan state team you know Peyton thorne has looked like a pretty good quarterback 1701 yards on the season for him jalen reed has done a pretty good job catching passes from with 562 yards five touchdowns on the year but let's be honest the real you know key to this michigan state offense the real firepower behind it is kenneth walker the third who's had an absolutely monster season on the ground 997 yards in that respect and you know there's a reason that he is at the top of everyone's list as far as running backs capable of winning the heisman this year and he just continues to prove why he deserves to be on that list and honestly why he deserves to go to new york for that heisman ceremony as far as michigan state as a team goes though you know they've done a really good job scoring points this season 34.29 points per game on the year and it's not like michigan has been bad on offense either you know Caden mckinnon has been okay at quarterback 1115 yards for him five touchdowns through the air but let's be honest michigan passing the ball is not why they're winning games it's because of the running game also just like michigan state both these teams are two teams who are going to run the ball quite a bit you know um hasten haskin and blake Kerm um have, have done a really good job rushing the ball they're a very dynamic backfield you know they've combined for over 1500 yards this season the improvements on the offensive line have definitely helped out this michigan state from from last team and you know cornelius johnson has been a star at wide receiver for this michigan team um even if they aren't passing the ball much and you know well michigan has put up 37.71 points per game they're also averaging 6.31 yards per play the running game is really what's carrying this team and unfortunately for them that's not the area that michigan state's defense struggles the most you know michigan state's defense really does struggle against the pass against the run honestly they've they've been pretty good this season you know they've honestly been a pretty great defense they're only allowing 4.89 yards per play um on defense also only 18.71 points per game this season and really under this second year of mel tucker they've looked like a much better defense um than even what we saw last year and like i said this will be one of the toughest tests of the season but looking over at Michigan's defense it's a similar story you know a strong defense no doubt they returned some guys who were injured last year and the defense has whole held teams to 14.29 points per game as well as 4.81 yards per play but um when it comes right down to it you know it's it's almost impossible to pick a side in this game these two teams are very similar they're very evenly matched they both run the ball a lot um and really what it comes down to me is two things one of those things being kenneth walker the third who has been an absolute stud for michigan state i think he really helps propel this offense in this game and the other key part being mel tucker who i honestly think is just the flat out much better coach in this game i don't trust jim harbaugh at all and and really given michigan state four points at home 
home in this heated rivalry game i i just love it i love it i'm gonna keep betting michigan state until they prove me wrong and who knows it could be this game but i don't think so give me michigan state plus four for this one now we head to the Big 12 for the next game on the card. Texas taking on Baylor. This Texas team is 4-3 and three on the year. Baylor is 6-1. And, and, you know, Steve Sarkeesian has done a decent job replacing Tom Herman as the head coach for the Texas Longhorns. Um, but, you know, Texas definitely still has some issues. As far as Baylor goes, though, they've really, you know, turned their season around from what they were last year. They were a 2-7 team last year. You know, 6-1 is where they sit in here. And, you know, that only loss of the season came against an Oklahoma State team who, you know, is not a bad loss at all. It's an Oklahoma State team who is competing, you know, at the top of the Big 12, just like this Baylor team is. And for Baylor going into this game, you know, the whole offseason under their new coaching staff really helped improve um, from that, that pretty lackluster performance last year, Gary Bohannon has done a really good job at quarterback for this Baylor team, 1,563 yards and 12 touchdowns on top of that. Um, Tyquan Thornton has been, you know, one of his best receiving targets for him, 547 yards with five touchdowns himself. So, you know, we've seen a huge improvement from this offense, no doubt, um, for Baylor this year. Abraham Smith has also done a pretty decent job rushing the ball with 785 yards. And it's just an offense that is playing big 12 football. Football. They're scoring a lot of points, 38.29 points per game, 7.28 yards per play, which is is insane. You know, numbers like that, you know, going up there with um, the only real team that I can think of right off the bat that, that is a, better than that is Coastal Carolina, who is averaging like eight something nine something just absolutely insane but you know this baylor team has no problem moving the ball they have no problem scoring points on offense but it's not to say that texas really has a whole lot of problem either you know they've had a an up and down season so far you know they struggled um with their last two games against oklahoma and oklahoma state obviously that arkansas game um they lose that one too and and that's how they end up with three losses here but you know casey thompson has had a decent season, 1,274 yards, 15 touchdowns on the year for him. But kind of like Baylor, B. John Robinson, you know, at running back has, has been a, a key part to this offense that you wouldn't necessarily expect. 924 yards um, so far for him this season. And, and Texas has honestly just run the ball quite a bit. You know, they're averaging 229.86 rush yards per game, which is insanely high. And, and it's not what I would expect from a Big 12 team by any means. Um, they did return four of the starters on the offensive line. They've held um, their opponents to 16 sacks this season so doing a decent job protecting the quarterback and, and they're doing a great job scoring points also 41.57 points per game um, so like a lot of teams in the Big 12 or like most teams in the Big 12 offense is not the problem they can score points with relative ease where this game really breaks down and, and why I do really love Baylor in this game is the defense side of the ball. You know, this, well, this Texas team on defense is no doubt talented. You know, they have playmakers. They have, have guys with some experience. They are allowing 29.57 points per game as well as 6.21 yards per play. Um, and that's just not going to be good enough defense to slow down this Baylor team. And it's a Baylor defense who has just honestly been insane in their own right. You know, they returned nine guys from last year's defense, which, always helps you know um and, and this defense is holding teams to 18.71 points per game also 5.02 yards per play so it, it, that stat alone makes it really hard for me to bet on texas and 
it's a Texas team. Let's be honest. The last two times I bet on them, they absolutely screwed me. Both of those games, they they should have covered, um, and they didn't. Granted, the first one, I just got a bad line, so that one's on me. But against Oklahoma, there is no reason Texas shouldn't have covered that game. And, and don't get me wrong, that's not a reason to bet against the team on past performances. That's definitely not a winning strategy. But, you know, this Baylor team at home, I really wanted to take Texas in this game. But that Baylor defense, I think, is just going to be too much for Texas's offense to handle. So give me Baylor minus three in this game. Now, the next game on the card, we got UTEP taken on FAU. UTEP 6-1 on the season. FAU is 4-3. And, and, you know, UTEP has, has really turned things around from what this team once was. You know, they were 5-39 and 39 in their previous four years before here. Obviously, last year was a decent year for them going 3-5. and five, But, you know, this 6-1 and one start this year is by no means a a downgrade by any means. You know, Dana Damel has really got this team headed in the right direction. And, you know, their only loss of the season um, so far this year was to that Boise State team. And, you know, Boise State is, is whatever you want to make of them. But, you know, that was definitely not an easy game for them. And they looked really impressive against La Tech in their last game. You know, um, we were on them in that game. And, and Garvin Harrison, um really impressed me there and he's been impressive all season 1546 yards for him not to mention ronald watt has been a really solid running back option for this team with 469 yards not to mention the the experienced o-line has has brought in some great protection they returned five of their top six wide receivers for last year and, and really the list just goes on and on you know this offense is very talented very deep and very experienced which has really helped them win games jacob prowning has been on fire catching the ball 775 yards you know when you got one player um catching over half of your receiving yards as a team um it definitely helps granted the one area that i puzzles me a little bit about utep they do need to score some more points only 24.86 points per game which has been good enough to win six games so far this season but i would love to see them score more than that you know only putting up 5.91 yards per play with that as well so um a little more production out of utep's offense would be great but you know going up against this fau team um they finally you know get above 500 last week with that win over charlotte and it's honestly just been a roller coaster season for fau um Noski perry you know has been a pretty good quarterback for this team 1696 yards for him 14 touchdowns on the year as well um and with wester you know at receiver it's not like it's been bad by any means 398 yards um, um not and johnny ford 403 yards three touchdowns um but the fau offense i don't know i just don't love it it's it's stat wise is good um you know they have the numbers up there they're scoring 30.57 points per game which is honestly more than you can say for utep at the moment um they're also moving the ball slightly better with 6.28 yards per play but i think utep has, has really just you know played to the level of their competition and i don't think they should have any problem stepping up with fau in this game and you know the fau defense while it hasn't been bad by any means you know they've held teams to 21 points per game 5.44 yards per play and you know um, Calpin Bryce has, has been one of the best defenders in the conference with 53 tackles this season. And, and this is by no means a bad team for FAU. You know, FAU is a very, very good team. It's just very puzzling to me why UTEP is 11 point underdogs going into this game. You know, UTEP is a team um, defensively that has been good on their own too. They're held teams to 19.29 points per game and 4.77 points per play um, or yards per play rather. Um, and, and like I said earlier, it's just a team with so much experience. They have just a very, very deep roster. 
and this is just a much closer game than the spread indicates. You know, I would give FAU a touchdown at most. A field goal would really be where I'd put this. I'd put the spread about four or five. Um, and I think this is going to be a very competitive game between two good teams um, who, who just play each other close. So give me UTEP plus 11 in this one. Now we move to the Pac-12 for the next game on this week's card. We got Oregon State taking on Cal. Oregon State comes into this game 5-2 and two on the season. Cal is 2-5. and five. For this Oregon State team, you know, obviously they they found a way to win games, but let's be honest, they have not had the toughest stretch of opponents in the world, you know. Um, and looking at what they have to do at the end of the season here, it's going to be a hard challenge for them, you know. Um, you know, the only two losses they've had this year were per- to Purdue and Washington State, and, you know, they looked decent in both of those losses. As far as this team has gone, though, um, quarterback Chase Nolan has had a pretty good start to the season, 1,261 yards for him and 11 touchdowns for him. Um, and the wide receiver group isn't bad either. You know, they're they're doing just enough to win games, but there's really no one who stands out in that group. Um, you know, Trevon Bradford might be the guy, you know, 278 yards for him. But um, outside of him, BJ Baylor has really been the star of this offense at the running back position. He's he's kind of been the guy who's been carrying it. You know, um, that's just kind of been the trend of the teams we're on today. Some um, just run heavy attacks and, and it seems to be working for all these teams. You know, BJ Baylor, 830 yards on the season. And it's, it's really helped this offense score a lot of points. They've put up 34 or 35.14 points per game rather also averaging 6.73 yards per play so it's hard to discount what Oregon State's offense has done um and while Cal's only won two games you know finally finding that second win of the year over Colorado last week I really do think this Cal team is much better than their record states you know they almost got that win over Oregon and let's be honest it wasn't it wasn't that much of a fluke game granted did Oregon play their best football absolutely not but that's not to say that Cal is not a good team and and winning wise the season hasn't been great but they've had been very very competitive in a lot of their games you know Chase Garbers has been a really good quarterback and and honestly the record maybe boosts him down a level um but he's one of the better quarterbacks in the Pac-12 at the moment he's thrown for 1717 yards this season as well as 11 touchdowns and you know this cow team brought back four offensive linemen from last year's team and i think it's really helped them um solidify this offense you know um darian moore has run for 391 yards this season and, and the offense just has to be more productive 200 or 23.43 points per game rather um offensively they are moving the ball 5.99 yards per play so you know if they get those numbers up just slightly this cow team is very capable of winning some of those close games but as far as the defensive side of the ball goes, which is is really what I'm looking at going into this game, um, Cal is very, very good. You know, their linebacker group is, is is one of the better in the country. And don't get me wrong, their defensive line definitely is thinner, has some vulnerabilities to the run, and against B.J. Baylor, that could be a problem. But their defense has still held teams to 23.57 points per game this season. As far as Oregon State's defense goes, not nearly as good, only holding teams to 24.71 points per game. Um, they're also allowing 5.57 yards per play. So, um, well, they've definitely played good. Don't get me wrong. This Oregon State team is not a bad team by any means. And I think they're way better than even I could have ever imagined. Um, they just haven't played anyone this season. And they're ending the season with one of the tougher schedules <laughs> really in the country um, at the moment. And, and this Cal team is one that is just very competitive. They play very, very close games. And, you know, they are slight underdogs coming to this game one and a half one point underdogs um whatever you see it at but um really with those odds if you're not taking the money line i don't know what you're doing that's just better value so give me the cal money line plus 100 for this game 
For the final game on this week's college football card, we head to the SEC, Kentucky taking on Mississippi State. Kentucky 6-1 and one on the year, Mississippi State 4-3. and three. And obviously, this Kentucky team, you know, with those wins over Florida and LSU, um, really put them in the spotlight as, as being a, a pretty good team in the SEC. Got knocked down a step going to play Georgia, but let's be honest, anyone playing Georgia is going to get knocked down a step. I mean... It's just insane to me how good that Georgia team is. But, you know, Kentucky under Mark Stoops has not been a bad team either. He's really got this team going in the right direction. And, you know, it's an offensive line that has really, you know, impressed the heck out of me and and really helped boost this whole offense up as a whole. They've only allowed 13 tacks this season, which has really helped out Will Levis um, coming over from Penn State, who has had a pretty good start to his Kentucky career here. 1,326 yards um, on the year. Um, for him here and you know Christopher Rodriguez also a guy who has been stellar for this Kentucky offense 775 yards on the ground for him and you know this offense just really finds a way to win games they find a way to to score points put it together and and, and really you know stay competitive and even though they go and lose um, to Georgia they do find a way to cover that spread in the end of the game you know never giving up always looking for a touchdown and and just always looking to score points you know Kentucky is scoring 28.43 points per game um, this season and and it really shows as far as mississippi state goes though um they're just a, just as honestly a team who's who's had some bad luck you know outside of the alabama game sure they really had no shot in that one every other game especially the memphis one it could have easily been won the losses they had you know we're not we're not too far away from a world where this mississippi state team is also six and one coming into this game and mike leach has really you know has this team playing pretty well Will Rogers has done a great job at quarterback, 200 or uh, 2,500, I can't talk, 2,546 yards on the season, 18 touchdowns for him. And they've been a very interesting team on offense all year. Um, Got some pretty good wide receiver depth as well. But for all of those yards, for all of those stats that they've been able to put up, they just haven't necessarily been able to to get as many points as you would like to see, only averaging 27.57 points per game, which, don't get me wrong, by no means is bad. That's better than a lot, a lot of teams in college football right now. And um, the, the part that really does you know worry me, and I, I think is the reason that they're ultimately going to lose this game, they're only averaging 5.52 yards per play. I really think they need to get that up, and I think they're really going to struggle against this Kentucky defense, you know, it was a Kentucky defense that to me coming into the year was not good. You know, they returned four starters from last year. Let's just be honest. I was not expecting this Kentucky defense to be anywhere really comparable at all. I thought this defense was going to suck and, and I thought Kentucky was going to suck because of it, but that has not been the case at all. You know, they've had a great start to the season. The defense is holding teams to 19.29 points per game, only allowing 5.06 yards per play. And, you know, Kentucky's defense has made them one of the more competitive teams in the SEC this season. As far as Mississippi State's defense goes, you know, they did return eight starters from last year and they they have some decent depth in the linebacker room but outside of that you know they're they're just not a super deep team you know they've got some playmakers but uh when those guys aren't on the field they do definitely struggle they've allowed 25.71 points per game um this season as well as 5.61 yards per play so um i have my concerns about this mississippi state team you know they're a team that has talent has a coach and, and really has the ability to win a lot of games but they just don't do it. You know, they, they find ways to shoot themselves in the foot and, and, and really just mess up in key opportunities. Um, and while I like Mike Leach, while I want to be in all in on Mike Leach, you know, um, he's a guy who, who I absolutely should like, <laughs> but 
he's just so inconsistent and this team is just so inconsistent it's really hard to bet on and and honestly i think kentucky's gonna go into starkville they're gonna get the win in this one and, and i really think they have a huge rebound game after that georgia loss so i like kentucky minus one to win this game that is it for this week's college football card. Coming to for all of the college football, NFL, World Series, NBA, NHL action happening this week. Head over to hotdebest.com. Check out the computer model picks up on the website. Also, if you're not, follow me at hotdebest Chris on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content as well as on the Best Stamp app where you can get early access to all of the picks. Also, follow the Hot Devest main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all the computer model action. And last but certainly not least, if you are watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for this week's college football card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.